it's like sometimes you just got to let go of what you're holding on to so tightly. Mm-hmm. This is a bigger metaphor for life as well to allow what's meant for you to come back. Yes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast Fly With Nell. I usually use this podcast to talk about travel and self-development and people that I meet along the way. But today, we wanted to record a very special episode with Paul because Paul wanted to have a conversation with me. And we just, wanted <laughs> we just wanted to share some insights about money, your relationship with money, but also your relationship with yourself, journey of self-love and self-development. So... We talked about different stuff. We hope you enjoy. Something I've been thinking about today is money. Mm. Yeah. When money is... Uh, and in fact, I wrote it down. I was like, if you really believe in your abilities to do something, mm. then why are you so stressed about money between now and then? Mm-hmm. Like, if you believe that you have a talent and have an ability to do something maybe better than the majority of people, mm. to become an expert in your industry or to be someone who's admired in your field, mm. then you just have to get to a point where you trust that you're going to be able to be successful at some point. And then if, or when rather, you become successful, then money will not be a problem after that. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's letting go of the attachment to money between now and that point. So I was like, well, I don't have a lot of money right now. I have like a buffer. So if I lost my job, I'd be okay for a period of time. But I'm not able to just start dropping cash on Mm -hmm. things. Like I still have to be quite smart. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I would like to have more money. I'd like to be able to buy a house. I'd like to be able to travel more. Um, you know, friends of mine, they've got investment properties, they've, you know, in a different position than I am. But at the same time, I believe that at some point I'm going to join the dots and things are just going to happen. And then at that point, money will not be a concern anymore after that, because I believe that I've got something of value to offer. I'm just figuring out how to apply that, how to share that value with people. Um, Do you think it's just about time? Just there. time. It's just mm. patience. Mm. I think we put... I remember a boss told me once. He was like, um, this is when I was causing problems at work mm-hmm. because I was frustrated because I wasn't earning enough and I wanted to be promoted and I wasn't working in an industry that I cared about. So I was like, just ruffling feathers and pissing people off. Mm. And I remember he was the owner of the business and he called me and we had a chat and I respected him. And he was just like... Paul, like, you just need to, like, slow down. Um, and I remember him saying, you're like a caged lion just wanting to attack everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, just don't worry about the money. The money will come. But for now, just, like, learn, absorb, you know, be patient and just, it will come. Like, don't put so much pressure on that. Um, and I, I don't think that really sunk in until probably today when I was just thinking... Like, I'm comfortable. I can't do, I can't, like, live the life that I would ideally want to live, but I'm comfortable. And, like, look out my window. It's like, I could have it a lot worse. Mm. Like, I can live a life. I can have my breakfast eating out, even if I eat out too much. 
which then, you know, stops me saving as much as I'd like, but I can still like be comfortable. And then if I keep sharing and adding value and making connections, you know, if I truly believe in myself and what I can offer the world, then it's like, it's just inevitable that it will happen. We just have to trust that. And maybe that's where like self doubt comes in. It's like, the reason we stress about money is maybe because we doubt our ability to actually do what we dream we could do. Maybe, or it's maybe because of our relationship with money. What, what's yours? What's your relationship with money? Well, I've never had money. I think this is when people don't have something and then they have it. It's like the value of money. There's more of a uh, value of money. People who've always had money, they don't value it as much as people who haven't had it and then do have it. Um, so like my family didn't have money growing up. And then there was a period of time where I was like obviously flat broke, really struggling to survive. Mm. And then, you know, you're constantly looking at your bank account and you're constantly calculating, you're constantly stressing about it because it is like literally not life or death, but When you look at money, do you feel positive about it or negative? Or do you, do you feel fear? Do you feel, what do you feel when you think about money for you? Because in the end, it's your relationship. Well, yeah, it's a really it's good question. Because I, I would say I do, historically, and up until very recently, I probably have felt quite anxious when I've thought about money. Mm -hmm. Do you know why? Yes, your past, but today with your job, with the fact that you know that you're successful, you can have more and more value in your job and everything. And as you said before, money comes and goes, so it will come. Why are you still anxious about it? Well, I would say that only in the last 12 months have I actually had a sense of, a small sense of financial freedom where I'm not worrying about, you know, if I want to buy that t-shirt for $50 instead of getting the $15 H&M, It's like, that doesn't matter anymore. I can't buy all of the $50 t-shirts that I want, but it's like those simple purchases. I'm like, shit, this is like, you know, 10% of what I'm going to earn this week. Like, I really can't afford that. Um, and I've only had that in the last 12 to 18 months. And I think from that, it's given me the perspective of um, maybe understanding that not having money really does play on your mind. It's like people who are living paycheck to paycheck. It's like that really does take its toll. And when you take away that burden, it's not just the freedom that that then allows you to, you know, you, it's not just about what you can then spend money on, but it's just you're not thinking about that anymore. And that in itself is a huge weight. And then you can start thinking about other things. You can start thinking about what I want to learn, you know, what people do I want to spend time with? What places do I want to see and explore? What's that going to teach me? But don't you think that this is, these things are, are stuff that you can think about it now? Without yeah, and that, that's where it's like really, it's like a snowball effect. It's mm. like once you have the freedom to think about the future and making a plan, not just surviving, suddenly you're like, wow, okay, so I can, really do something with my life now that breeds more financial success yeah. and more and then it's like wow okay so now we're we're away mm. not to say that you won't run into roadblocks or you might end up back there again um even if you do you've lived a life or you've been on a journey you've learned some things which is gonna 
allow you to come out of that situation the second time or the third time better prepared. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're right with everything. I think it's important to, first of all, go back to the relationship we have with, with money and see what what is important for us. Why, why do you need money? Uh, why do we need money for? Yes, to survive, first of all, uh, to pay the bills, to pay the rent. But after that, why do you need money? So is it to have... I don't know, a lot of stuff. I, are you, do you like material things or do you like to invest in something, anything? Like, this is just all this, the stuff that you want, but at the same time, because you're successful in your job, is your job or your relationship with people, whatever, cannot make you rich in the inside, and I'm not talking here about money, but this kind of other uh, way to be rich. Um, mm. So I think, for me, I, th- I think there is a balance. There is the, the step to be like, okay, here I have enough money to pay my bills, rent, and live my life. And then what, which gap do I have to fill in to make sure that I'm happy every day and I can afford to the t-shirt or the coffee or the restaurant or whatever. Mm. Um, but I think it's really important to know what is important for us, why money is important for us, and why do we need to spend, why do we need money? To sp- what do we want to spend with it? Because if not, then it's like, as you said before, the dominoes effect. It's like you want more and more and more and more and you're never mm. happy with what you have. So that's why I think money is, it's, it's a tough subject. It's like, it's important to know, yeah, why, why do you need money in your life? And what's, where do you put money in your values and everything? Mm. Um, well, this is like when they talk about a universal basic income. It's like that's a somewhat controversial topic. Mm. So giving everyone an amount of money each week that covers what is agreed as being this is what you need to survive. Mm. Doesn't matter. You don't have to work for it. We're just going to give you that money. And it seems from the evidence coming back from studies on this is that when you take away the stress of survival, you actually allow people the mental capacity to start thinking about, well, if I don't need to worry about money... How do I want to spend my time? Yeah, exactly. Like, and then that opens up a whole, you know, array of avenues that you could be giving back to society positively and then offsetting the costs that it was to give you that money in the first place. Yeah. Um, so really, like, money is just a way to cover your basics mm. and then maybe create a sense of freedom around, like... Freedom, not just being freedom to travel or to mm. buy things, but the freedom to decide. Freedom. It's like people who are living paycheck to paycheck don't have the freedom to decide. Mm. They have to go to work or they're not going to eat. They have to go to work because they're not going to be able to pay rent yes. or their kids aren't going to be able to eat, go to school, etc. Mm. So it's just the freedom to decide, the freedom to have control over your own life. And that's where they say um, it's like autonomy uh, in our own life, like the the ability to have control over our own destiny. Yeah. It's like when you are working some shitty job to make someone else rich mm. because you don't have a choice because if you don't turn up, like shit's going to get real for you. You're just like, you know, you're a slave really because mm. you don't have any control over your own destiny and that is completely disempowering and I think the cause of a lot of issues we see in society because mm. people aren't in control of their own lives and we need control 
But how would you explain all these countries where people are poor, but they are really happy? And you know, all these kind of, um, I'm not going to say, I don't have the, the countries in mind, but you, you know, all these um, studies which show that all the poor, the poorest people in the world are also the people who are the most happy in the world. And it, like, they never talk about money and they would never talk about money with you. How would you explain that then? Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Maybe there's an argument there as to why capitalism is in the way mm. way forward. It's just the way that's widely accepted. I think again, it's just about what, where, how do you put um, what's important for you in life, what's your values in life, and what can make you happy. If it's something that you have to pay for it, or is it something like I don't know. Um, living your life in a van and I don't know, you, you know, these kind of things. I think, I think this is where money have the limit. It's like, yes, money is important again, but how much is it important um, to help you in your life for yourself, not to fit in the society, not to fit in a group just for you, what mm. is important for you. And I think it's important to remind ourselves what are again values in life because sometimes you just want to fit in in a group which is not yours you just want to show off and and i know so many people and i've met so many people in my life who wanted to just show off a lot a lot and spending so much money and they were not happy at all mm. they were making tons of money they wanted to show all the time like at the end of every week that they had like the best cars the best the best watch the best this and that and it's it was all about money all the time and they were the ones who were always saying chasing for money and looking for money and more and more and more but in the mm. end at the end of the day they were the ones who were the most unhappy so why yes. do you think they're feeling the need to show off and flaunt Oh, I think it's, I think it's not, yeah, I think it's not just about money. It's more about like how to be, how, how, how much you're, you're confident you're with yourself. I think it's a deeper subject. It's like you and yourself, like how much, um, do you love yourself? How much like, it's your inner, you know, your inner past, your inner child, your, all of this, uh, which can be a mix of something. And it's rather than trying to fix themselves, they just want to escape from this and like show off externally mm. I would say that well it's interesting just like reflecting on that wondering you know these people we see in quite let's say poverty or close to the poverty line who are still very happy despite not having anything to look at the quality of the relationships and the depth of community and connections yeah. around them And then whether, whether it's like the number of connections and the stronger the community that offsets the lack of financial wealth or material prosperity. But then you flip it into a very individualistic society like, you know, Western culture, largely Western culture. Then it's like we don't have the connection or the community. So we use money to try and create a false sense of connection or... So it's like, it'd be interesting to look at that kind of cause and effect. It's like mm. community and connection, financial wealth, and then, you know, whether there's a correlation or causality between the two. I think the biggest point here is love. We all, like, I think 
to be happy in life, we need love, right? You need to love yourself first and you need the love of people around you. You need to feel that you have attention, that people like you. This is always like that, right? So I would say that in the countries where they don't have, it's not that they don't have money. It's like the focus is not about money and showing off, but more about the quality of your relationship, family, love, always looking after the others, you know, like always making sure that... You know, in this kind of countries, for example, you go to Bali, people are on the floor sometimes and they want to offer you, even if they don't have anything to offer, they will find something to offer you, right? Just because they want you to feel good, they want you, they want to give you some love in their own country. Why, why, like, someone who is very, very rich, he, they want the attention of people, they want to feel that they are loved from the society, they want to fit in the, the right box. So it's, again, about how to be loved, by other people so they think that they have to buy a lot of stuff and they have to um, show that they have the, all the last stuff I don't know all the last the last car the last thing the last that and they think that this is how they can buy love mm. so I think it's all in my point of view it's it's around it's a lot, a lot around love um, and that's why when you do this kind of self journey about who you are and you and you discover how you can love yourself first you accept who you are, then you don't have to show off and you don't have to play a role to fit in the society. So then you can spend your money wherever you want, with whoever you want and the way you want. And that's where you don't have to find a lot of money because maybe your life doesn't need to have all of this money to be happy. So love begins with self-love. I think so, yeah. I think, yeah. So to love others, you must first love yourself. Yes. Yeah, Which is hard course. because it we is. we know ourselves better than anyone knows us, and we always will. We'll always know something that someone else doesn't about but ourselves. A lot of people don't know themselves. They never they never took the time to know themselves, and sometimes they go on travel and they tra- travel them alone, and that's where suddenly they discover who they are and they discover who they like, like what they like, what they what they why they get up in the morning, what they are excited about, you know. So I think a lot of people. And it's, yeah, a lot of people. So to love yourself, you need to know yourself. And yes. to know yourself, you need to test yourself. You need to you need test to yourself. You need to, to focus on yourself. You need to recenter. You need to, to take your time for yourself. You need to just pause. You need to just press pause a bit and just take some time for yourself every day. Um, rather than if it's doing, like, I don't know, an activity for yourself or whatever. But you just need to press pause a bit. It's, it seems so obvious to do that for people like you and I. Why do you think people don't press pause to look within? I think people are afraid to discover what they're going to discover. A lot of people don't want to know who they are. But when does that, but the curious thing there is when does that start? Like, because we, when we grow up, like I'm fascinated by this moment or period of time in life when you know, you're a kid, you have no judgment over anything. Everything is just new, fresh, fun. You know, it's there's no judgment. It just, it is. Yeah, but then and then at some point in life, we create this fear of our true selves, of looking within. Why do you think that happens? Because as long as, long as you grow older, you want to fit in the society, right? It's always about that. Like, yes, you're a kid, but at some point... You grow up a little bit, you're still a kid, but you want to be part of the gang. You want to have friends, you want to be loved, you want to be accepted, you want to have the attention of your parents or your family or everything. So you start to play a role. 
and you start to become someone that you're not. That's why sometimes you be you are a teenager, and you become something extreme. For example, you play your, an extreme role, role, which is not you, and it's not part of you, but it's just because you want the attention of someone. So, for example, you have a lot of girls who have like anorexia because they, they need the attention of their family or their friend or whatever. So this is something, and they are not. It's not what the, what define them. It's just because they wanna again have love attention all of this and I'm, I'm saying the same words mm. again and again but I think I, I want to insist on that because I think this is that's why and so then you grow up you grow up and you become an adult and you still don't know yourself and you think that you know yourself but you don't so you so some people even at 30 40 years old they are still unhappy in life even though even if they have the best uh, role the best job the best money the best boyfriend the best whatever you want they are still unhappy and they feel that there is a there is an empty place in their heart and they don't know how to fill it and mm. they will never know how to fill it if they don't take the time to know themselves and if they don't take the time to know what is best for you for them and what is what is good for them and what they need in life what are their values like everything around that mm. so we've spoken about money and we we use money in order to find love, mm. but love begins with loving ourselves. But we're afraid to look within to figure out how to love ourselves, which is which is I get. Um, that's a process. Yeah, it's probably a process that doesn't end. There's, you know, learning how to love ourselves is a lifelong journey. Yeah, because after that you learn to love someone else as well. You know, like <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's it's if a you're bit lucky. Of, it's a. It's a huge thing. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you're like, oh, stop overthinking and just like be yourself. <laughs> Do you be you? Well, be uh, yourself. That's a funny statement. Because mm. Be hard. yourself is a funny statement when you don't know yourself. Exactly. So it's like, who, like how do I know mm. how to be when I don't know who exactly. I am? Because um, sometimes you just follow the, follow the people. You just do something because, oh, okay, my friends are doing that. I'm going to do that. But you never say like, oh, do I like what I'm doing? Is it is it really something that I'm excited about? Or is it something I'm just like going there because my friends are going and I want to be with my friends and I want to still be loved by them, you know? Mm. So, yeah, some people, because this is the thing that a lot of people, they are afraid to be alone. It's like when you're in a relationship with someone, you know that you don't love that person, but you're like, yes, but that person give me some presence, give me the attention I need at the moment. I'm gonna stay, but at the end, like they don't, they don't love the person, and they don't, they don't find anything. You know what I mean? It's just, why do you stay? Because you're afraid to be alone. You're afraid of uncertainty. You're afraid to be like suddenly by yourself. What are you gonna do? And this is the same with us as human. If mm. we are not in the, if we are not fitting in the society, or if we are not, yeah, fitting in this group of people, are we gonna be alone? How are you gonna do? Is it is it gonna be good, nice? Like, are you you know? It's just uh, yeah, mm. and that's why sometimes you say like, get out of your comfort zone. This is for me the statement of go out and do something that you don't usually do with people that you don't usually meet. Um, one of the best exercise, for example, I'm gonna give you an, a life example. <laughs> one of the best exercise I'm having now. Um, I'm living in Australia, far from home, from far from my family. Yes, I've met a lot of really good friends here, French and from other nationalities. And I wanted to have something more and something which would excite me a bit more and 
would help me, which would help me help me discover myself because I'm in this journey of uh, getting to know myself, to love myself more. So I discovered this uh, run club community every Saturday morning, and it's like something you get up at five a.m., like at four thirty a.m., and you go there at five five a.m. to to start to run with a bu- with a bunch of people that you don't know, that I don't know, and most of them are Australians, and I'm French, and it's like. For me, it's getting out of my comfort zone because, first of all, getting up super early to to motivate myself to, to run, which is not something that I usually do, and with people that I don't know. And, and I'm talking about, like, a hundred of people. Mm-hmm. And it's like going there alone by myself and suddenly discover that maybe I'm going to be attracted by this kind of people to go and talk with them, you know? I'm, I'm a, I became a kid again like I was like mm. feeling that I was a kid and I was like trying to make new friends and to make new friends you, you have to be like okay I'm gonna do an eye contact with that person because it's a smiling person she's like she seems really nice she seems positive so it's all these kind of things and then you get to know people and more and more and more and I don't know it's just this is for me getting out of, of my comfort zone and trying to know which kind of people I'm attracted about and I'm vibrating with because mm. it's all about energy for me I think you vibrate with the right people like the energy who are vibrating with you on the same mm. energy level um, but to know that and to discover all of this you need to get out of your comfort zone and you need to do some stuff which are not comfortable for you this is not comfortable for me to get out all the time like I was during the first month every Saturday morning I was going there I was alone by myself not talking to anyone because I was scared like so scared about like smiling to someone and, and starting to talk I was like what should I say like if, <laughs> if I'm <laughs> hi and, and then what like what's the conversation here mm. so I was super scared but then consistency and then the fact that I was pushing myself more and more and I knew that there was an achievement at the end of this and it like it, it worked it worked well because in the end like I'm meeting a lot of people I'm having new friends and I'm, and this is just for me the best achievement that I did lately to discover more about myself and to love more myself because my, now I'm, I'm just really proud I'm proud to say yes I did that alone and I'm gonna keep doing stuff like that by myself so yes it's hard but people should do that more mm. if they wanna find who they are because yeah. some people don't care I think yeah yeah, that's that's super powerful. I was I was thinking when you were saying that about how sometimes, well, I'll reflect on a thought that I've been having lately is that it's easy to think that we can do something but then never actually do it. Mm. So it's like, you know, maybe before I studied at university and before I started working in, let's call it a semi-corporate, mm. you know, large organization, it's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Like, oh, I know, I know leadership skills. Oh, like, I know, you know, how to network. I know how to, like, implement, execute a, you know, marketing campaign. Oh, I know how to do that. I know, but I've never done it. And it's like only when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone to actually do what you think you can do, do you actually discover whether that's true or not. And only when you discover whether maybe parts of it are true, some parts aren't, can you actually focus your energy and become who you're meant to be? So it's like, test yourself, put yourself out there, see what works, see what doesn't. And then it's like, whether it's ourselves or whether it's a business or whatever it is in life, it's like, you have to iterate. 
but you can't iterate if you haven't tested the first prototype. It's like to test the pro first prototype, you just have to show up. And this is something that I certainly talk about with, or well, something my coach spoke to me about. It's like, um, show up. It's like, if you can just show up, you, you're opening yourself up to possibilities. And without possibilities, there's no opportunity. And without opportunities, then, you know, there's no reason to be hopeful. And in order to survive in this world, we need hope. Mm -hmm. Hope is like, hope gives us a reason to continue. Um, so knock on doors, show up, maybe the door doesn't open. Knock on a different door. Yeah, but at the same time, we also have to understand that some people are fine where they are and they don't want to take any risk in their life. And um, yeah, they're just fine. I'm saying this to myself, I think, because sometimes I don't understand. <laughs> um, but yeah. But I think that is fine if that is what you have decided you yes. want. Yes. I think if you're saying you're fine, but you know that there's something that maybe it like, I, I, I'm not sure if my mum's going to listen to this, but <laughs> so I need to be careful. But there are people, and I think I've already given away in case she listens. Hey, mum. Love you. <laughs> but it's like the things, things don't work out the way we want to. And we can easily rationalize why they weren't meant to work out because that helps us sleep better at night. It's like, oh, you know, like things or everything happens for a reason. Just wasn't meant to be like, I've learned a lot. Like I'm happy. I think having the awareness when we're telling ourselves a story about why something we really wanted didn't happen. is really important because, and I hate cliches, but like life is actually quite short and we do only get to live it once as far as we know. Um, I do think that I might come back in my second life as a golden retriever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as we know, life only yeah. happens once. Um, so it's kind of like, do we want to live a life where we're rationalizing why things we really wanted didn't happen? Um, or do we need to like, you know, adopt a growth mindset or adopt, you know, this, what, what did I learn from this? How can I iterate for next time? How can I apply those lessons? You know, what's what's the learning here? Do you think the personality plays a role here? In the... In the ability to take action, to decide for yourself. Does personality play a role in the ability to take action? Personality might play a role in the specific action we take the, or the way that we take our action. But I don't think personality necessarily needs to dictate the goal that we set in the first place. It might just dictate how we get there. Mm. So for example, if someone's um, introverted versus extroverted, yeah. the way they build their business and the way they build their network is going to be very different because of their personality. So an introvert, they might you know, do more one-on-one -on -one relationship building, it might take a little bit longer, they might have a different skill set <clears throat> whereas the extrovert he's going to be at all the conferences he's going to have his business cards he's going to you know be on stage and he's going to be doing all of these amazing things and people are going to be coming to him to say i really want to invest in this how can i make this happen how can we work together but whilst they have a different path the end goal will be the same so i don't think if you know people are listening to this and they think oh well i'm not 
I don't have the personality to achieve that. It's like, decide on what you want, but then maybe you just need to figure out a different way to get there. Yeah, exactly. And there's enough people in the world, you know, enough differences in the people in the world, and there's enough of those people who have succeeded in very different ways for us to be able to find one or two of those examples that we can maybe draw inspiration from. So, you know, if you walk to the self-development aisle in a bookstore now, there's a whole section on how introverts have been successful. There's a whole section on, you know, whatever type of person you are, there's going to be some kind of resource that exists mm. that can give you some of the first steps that you might want to take. So whatever your personality, whatever hardship you faced, there's someone out there who's gotten through it, you know, with the same, um, the same hand of cards or a worse hand of cards. Mm. So, you know, keep the hope and there's a way, there's a way somewhere. Yeah. And it might take 20 years, but. But in the end you're doing something different. If you're doing something meaningful to you. Yeah. Like if, if it's not meaningful to you and you feel like it's the only reason you're doing it is because it, you think that it's meaningful to someone else then maybe you need to re-examine what's actually happening here. It's like, if you're doing something that it doesn't matter about the money, it doesn't matter about anything other than the fact that you feel that this is deeply meaningful and purposeful to you, then just like, just keep chipping away. It doesn't matter. You'll spend 50 years of your life and you'll be able to look back and be like, you know what? I didn't get what I wanted from that, from an outcome point of view, but I enjoyed the process. This is where we're going back to the money point. We're doing a loop in all our subjects. Yeah. yeah. Where we can say um, sometimes it's fine and it's okay to spend all our savings in your goal um, and take the risk rather than... I would also caution people who are thinking about investing in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, no, 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 no. That's not the point. That's seek the further point. financial <laughs> advice before just dropping all of your money into that. Um, no, the point I wanted to to share is just um, sometimes we can feel stuck in the situ in a situation we feel that we don't have maybe enough money to achieve uh, a goal that we have and sometimes we should maybe just take the risk and see what is what is going to happen behind this rather than spending your whole life um, being careful about your savings and your money and everything. I'm, I'm talking about when your savings are only involving yourself and not all your family or whatever. But mm. I think sometimes it's better taking the risk and see what happened because as you said before, money comes and go. Um, it will always comes and go. Um, and I think it's better sometimes to not chase, about, like chase for money but more chase for your goals to fulfill a happy life. Mm. Very yeah, powerful. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but still be careful about Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be coming up in a lot no, of conversations we're lately. We're not coming back to, no, we're, we're not going to this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, but, yeah. but you're right. I think there's... I think it's hard sometimes to just say, okay, you know what? I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. I'm, I'm going to play it fully. I'm going to put all my saving, savings on the table and just see what happens. But for me, when you have the, when your intuition is telling you, go for it, achieve this because you want it so bad. And as you said before, it's for you. When you feel that it's for yourself, you're feeling something inside you, which is telling you, go for it. You need that. 
I think money shouldn't be a problem. Money should just be something like a currency to help you and support you in your project. So again, if your relationship with money is fine, then you can fulfill like follow your dreams and spend the money where you have to to achieve your goals. Because at the end of the day, money is just helping you achieve your, achieving your goals. Money is not the final destination. Mm. That's what I want to say. It's just it's just here to help and support. But this is not why you're living every day. You should you shouldn't get up in the morning to make money. You should get up in the morning to um, be happy. To 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 just yeah. Well, money, like let's look at to do a full circle, but money is just a measure of value. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways that we could measure value, but money seems to be just the universally agreed measure of value. So why is one job paid more than another job? It's because it's more valuable, the skill set's, you know, harder to obtain, it's rarer. Um, you know, it's that that's what makes it more more valuable. But then we need to think about, well, how do I want to define value what's valuable to me and then just put the idea of money to the side mm. it's like what value do you place on the relationships what values do you place on the experiences and maybe start to like think about how you measure success in other metrics yeah. for you what is success for, for us you? Yeah. yeah yeah which is interesting because that's a video that i shared with my students recently is what does success mean for you exactly. across lots of different areas mm -hmm. of your life? It's like there's, um, I think it's The Wheel of Life by Zig Ziglar, um, who has, you know, I think seven different domains mm -hmm. to assess your um, uh, fulfillment or something like this. Um, and it's like spiritual mm -hmm. relationships, family, growth, learning. And if, like, I'm making these up, but it's like across different domains. Um, and then you assess how full each of those domains are. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't even talk about money necessarily. That is one part of it. Because, you know, if we don't have the basics to survive, then it impacts negatively upon the others. Mm -hmm. But so long as we're looked after, we're looking after that part, it's like, okay, let's invest more time into my friends and family and breeding, learning, growth, giving. Mm -hmm. It's like... I believe in, and this is another topic, I digress, but what goes around comes around that idea of karma. It's mm. like we, we use that expression to say, oh, well, you know, if you do wrong by someone, then you're going to get, you know, screwed over yeah. as well. It's like what goes around comes around, but it's also in a positive sense. Mm. It's like if you give out positive energy and you give out joy, that joy and that positive energy will also come back yes. to you. So it's like, how are we giving, uh, you know, and we should be giving freely of ourselves because that is going to come back to us in maybe different ways. Maybe it could be financially. Yeah. Um, but when we hold on to it, it's like this scarcity mindset. It's like when we view money as like this scarce resource that we need to hold on tightly, mm -hmm. we're not allowing it to go around and come back to us exactly. in abundance. And we need to be really careful of that. But when you don't have money, and you're living paycheck to paycheck, it's really hard to let go of that scarcity mindset because it's, you know, you're holding on for survival. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of stories where, you know, one of my favorite films, The Pursuit of Happiness, 
where his boss is going for this job and he really believes and he can see the potential and he's like giving it everything. And then he's got, you know, the last few notes of money in his wallet and his boss asks for him to spot the taxi ride and he gives freely of himself. And then, you know, I won't spoil the ending of the film, um, but it works out pretty well for him. It's like sometimes you just got to let go of what you're holding on to so tightly. This is a bigger metaphor for life as well to allow what's meant for you to come back. Yes. It's scary, but yes. it's worth it. Yeah. And that is an episode of something. <laughs> no, it was really interesting. It was really interesting. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all your insight. It was Well, thank you. I think you probably spoke for more than me that time. We were, we were, uh, we were it was balanced. I think the listeners got mm -hmm. to hear more about your story, your passion, why you're actually, you know, what what's driving, because I think in a lot of the podcasts, it's great to hear from other guests. Of course. But what's driving your passion behind this? And mm -hmm. I think from the conversation today, I think I, I personally got to hear a little bit more about why this is important for you, what's driving your motivation. So hopefully, you know, that hasn't turned off all of the listeners. <laughs> Oh shit, this Mel chick. <laughs> what a nut job. Hopefully not. Uh, I find it very, very um, helpful for me to get to know more about myself by hearing other people's values and life stories. So that's why uh, I did this podcast. But yeah, thank you for thank you for listening to me, Paul, today. And thank you yeah, for it was sharing tough. your insight. It was tough, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you everyone um, have a good day have a good weekend wherever you are and uh, see you soon bonsoir bonsoir